0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that views history as a lesson from the past that can guide those in the present toward a better future. I'm Gabe Luzier and today we're examining a lesser known moment in labor history that deserves to be remembered. The day was September 10th, 1897. That afternoon, at the edge of the town of Latimer, Pennsylvania, 86 deputies, under the command of Sheriff James Martin, opened fire on a crowd of unarmed immigrant coal miners who were on strike. Nineteen protesters were killed that day, most of whom were shot in the back as they fled. Within a few days, as many as five more died from their wounds. The story of their death is rooted in events that occurred more than ten years earlier. Pennsylvania's anthracite coal mines were thriving, and the promise of steady work brought a wave of immigrants from southern and eastern Europe. By that time, in the 1880s, the mines had been worked for over a century, making them deeper and therefore more dangerous than they had been in previous years. The increased risk led to more injuries and deaths, and prompted surviving workers to frequently go on strike for better pay and safer working conditions. But rather than addressing these concerns head-on, coal operators turned to Slavic immigrants as a workaround. Whenever a miner was injured, killed, or on strike, plenty of able-bodied men were ready to step in and replace them. This abundant labor supply also allowed those in charge to keep the miners' wages extremely low. In 1890, American coal miners established a union to better voice their concerns, but its primary focus was on native or naturalized coal workers, not the new immigrant workforce. In fact, when a a three-cent-a-day tax was levied on coal operators for each non-U.S. citizen they employed, the union fully supported it. When that tax went into effect on August 21, 1897, coal operators took the three cents a day out of their Slavic workers' pay. Some immigrant miners already made 10-15% to 15% less than their native or naturalized colleagues, and when they learned of the new tax cut, which cut their wages even further, many saw it as the last straw and decided to go on strike. As the weeks went on, the strike failed to build enough momentum to halt the coal operations in Latimer. So on the morning of September 10th, a group of mostly Eastern European miners gathered for a protest rally. In the early afternoon, the 400 or so men began a peaceful march to one of the Latimer coal mines. En route to the mine, the protesters encountered Sheriff Martin along with his 86 deputies and about 60 or so members of the Coal Company Police. They had gotten wind of the day's activities and decided to intervene, allegedly fearing that the crowd would turn violent and do damage to the mine or to its operators. The armed men lined both sides of the public road, and Sheriff Martin read a proclamation ordering the miners to call off their march. Some miners refused to comply and pushed forward. A voice in the crowd, possibly the sheriff himself, yelled, Fire! and several men fell dead. The rest of the miners turned around and started to run back the way they'd come, but the shooting continued anyway for roughly two minutes. The 19 immigrant miners killed at Latimer were quickly adopted as symbols of the region's labor struggle. They were buried in paupers' graves but as many as 8000 people attended their funerals as for sheriff martin and his men they were put on trial 5 months later for the death of one of the miners the defense attorneys argued that the immigrant miners had come to destroy the american way of life and that they were quote invaders from the steppes of hungary when the trial concluded the sheriff and his deputies were found innocent by a jury of their peers Despite this verdict, the Latimer Massacre had a lasting effect on immigrant labor in the region. Just two years later, John Mitchell, the president of the Coal Miners Union, called for a strike in support of immigrant miners. He appealed to his fellow members, saying, The coal you dig isn't Slavish or Polish or Irish coal. It's just coal. This phrase became the rallying cry of future strikes which were successful in securing shorter workdays, safer working conditions, and wage increases for coal union members, including those who were foreign-born. Seven decades later, on September 10, 1972, the state of Pennsylvania established a roadside marker and a memorial dedicated to the fallen miners. A memorial service has been held at the site every year since. Many of the details shared in today's show come from the research of Paul A. Shackle, an anthropologist at the University of Maryland and the author of Remembering Latimer. If you'd like to learn more about this event, his book would be a perfect place to start. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have any comments or suggestions, please send them to me at, thisday at iHeartMedia.com